Hello, all of my wonderful, beautiful friends around the world. My name is Amalika or Iforsa, and you are welcome to the very first episode of the third season of Scholarship Agrace podcast. I am so happy. I am so thankful to God for for another season and then another academic year. Um, I'm really grateful to God. Uh, I hope you're well. I hope you're good. I am. I am making this recording from Lagos, Nigeria, right in my father's my father's um, study at home in Lagos, and that's because I'm away for travel research year. So I'm not going to be on campus all through this academic year because I'll be going from village to village and um, archive to archive, state to state, country to country, two countries, England and Nigeria doing my my research for my dissertation and just you know enjoying enjoying the process so i really miss resumption i miss i miss um school but i have to make research for my dissertation yeah so um i'm away this academic year but i, I hope that all, that all of you who are present on campuses around the world this academic year um, are doing well and I, I, I am I am grateful for you and I pray that the year ahead of you is going to be a very blessed and fruitful one for you. Um, I want to also say sorry, I really want to apologize <laughs> because I was supposed to have made my first episode for season three on August 11, my birthday last month, which is usually the day I would make a new episode on my birthday, but I couldn't. You know, let me not even lie, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot because I was so I was busy with research and that period I, I was um my nonprofit was having a learning project for wonderful kids in our in our community and so i was busy there that day and then i forgot but then the spirit of god gave me remembrance and said and reminded me to to um reminded me about the podcast and then um i am happy that i'm i am getting to make it now today so forgive me that it was in august and that it's september instead but yeah i i i I am happy to be doing this again um, I want to give a special shout out to everyone resuming school this year in a new country. I'm going to make a new, um, um, a different episode for you soon, you know, but I really want to start by just giving you a shout out and just dedicating today's episode to you, everyone who traveled to another country to start an academic journey. Yeah, you you are you are special in my heart and I can say why many times, you know, but you are special in my heart. Okay, so I'm gonna go on to recommend a song for you and then I'll pray and we'll go I'll read a Bible verse and then I'll go into the part for today. But before then I should just say that today's episode is gonna be a little longer than 15 minutes so it's going to be about 30 minutes 35 minutes long because I, I I'm going to be talking about teaching for the first time and just sharing a few thoughts and tips that I had 
that 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 would be coming from my own first time teaching last academic year so um forgive me in advance <clears throat> and i should also say that there's something stuck in my throat i don't know what it is but please forgive me every time i have to clear my <laughs> clear my throat okay so my song recommendation is is it by niana deja it's a very beautiful song i really love is means it's an Igbo phrase that means Igbo, Igbo, Igbo phrase that means um king of grace and i do not think there's a better song to open the third season of scholarship by grace than by um recommending this song the song speaks of how it is freely by the grace of God that we are in wherever we are today. So I hope you got to listen to it and enjoy it with me. Let us pray. Heavenly God, I am grateful to you. Thank you for another season of our podcast. You've been so good, God. I thank you. I invite you, I welcome you into the third season and into this academic session for all of us. I ask, Spirit of God, that you will guide us, you will help us, you will be with us, and you will give us all the grace that we need as we go on. This is your space, my God. Please be here with us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to read from Romans 12, verses 6 to 7, the New Living Translation, as I open my podcast for today, my episode today. And the topic today is Give Yourself Grace, Part 1. A few thoughts for those teaching for the first time. Give yourself grace. A few thoughts for those teaching for the first time. Romans 12, 6, 7 says, In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If you are a teacher, teach well. Before I go on into my topic, (coughs) excuse me, I I want to start by saying I know that in the early days and weeks and maybe months of um, the new academic year, you might experience difficulties and challenges and even emotional stress and self-doubt as you settle into school. And this is especially true for everyone resuming in a new country and maybe beginning grad school there. I'll make a special episode for you soon, you know, because I have walked similar paths as you're now doing, and I know how it could be in the first days. But even before that episode comes, here is something I would really love to leave with you. God is present for you, and you will do well. 
in the early days that might seem so unconquerable or overwhelming, but give yourself grace. It is a part of the process. All the uncertainties, the imposter syndrome, the self-doubts, the culture shock, the early days of loneliness, struggling to understand a new education, <clears throat> excuse me, or classroom system. It's all part of it. It's all part of the transition. So please don't beat yourself up and take it easy and steadily. Ask questions. Reach out to people. Reach out to me. You know, if you need to share your early process with someone, I would always be very happy and willing to talk with you and sharing your process and to support you. So please reach out and take grace each day. And most of all, remember that God's Holy Spirit is there as your truest companion and friend, even in new places, new communities, new classes, new schools, and new countries. Eventually, it's going to become a lot easier and familiar, and you will smile as you begin to see the gift of progress come. So please give yourself grace. Okay, so today I'd like to talk to everyone, all of you, my friends who are starting your roles as teaching fellows for the very first time, you know, and, and would be teaching the first time this full term. Um, I wasn't sure if I should make this the first episode, but then um, my my good friend, my very beloved friend, Zizi, Zoe reached out, you know, she's going to be teaching for the first time this year too. And so we talked about it and it's because of her that I'm making this my first episode this season and session. So a special shout out to you, Zoe. Um, teaching is such a beautiful experience. In the first days, you might doubt yourself a whole lot. At least I did. And when I first began teaching, I remember thinking to myself on the first day, oh my God, I'm going to be such a terrible teacher. Seriously, you know, and I even went home to cry. (laughs) But it turned out to be one of my most blessed, beautiful and treasured experiences. And this is where I'm reaching out to you from today. The verses that I read from Romans 12 are all so inspiring and I'd like to begin from there. I know that not everyone wants to teach after grad school and we could also feel stressed out already about having to teach now for different understandable reasons. But I think one thing to remember is the combination of faces and grace. This is where you are right now. This is where your path has led you to for the moment. And God is present in this phase or stage with you. And with each phase of our lives, it gives us grace to keep us and to guide us. So it might just be a single experience for you, but you are about to be set on a role that will play even a little part in the paths and lives of every student who works with you. And some of them will remember you for something after now. So approach it with a willing heart as much as is possible. 
a mind that is also eager to learn new things even about yourself as you begin to teach and guide your students and a spirit that remembers that you have God's grace with you as you get to do one of the most beautiful and important things ever which Jesus Christ himself did so much and that is teaching today then I'd like to share a few thoughts with you based on my own experience last session as a teaching fellow and god knows that i'm gonna miss teaching this year but yeah i have to do my research (laughs) i have to i think one of the most important things for me was to allow my students see that i cared about them as humans and people first before anything else and that we were creating the learning space together. So always teach them from this place, you know, from from having them understand that you care, you genuinely care about them and really genuinely care about them as people first. And then another thing I would say is always teach from a place of honesty We never know it all and we should embrace the humility of not knowing everything. It also allows us to move from trying to impress our students to instead becoming more attentive to how they are learning and how our presence shapes their interactions and encounters with one another and with the ideas that come. There were times my students asked me questions you know, to which I had absolutely no idea or answers and I wasn't sure of how best to respond. And each time I learned to say, you see, that's a very important question you have just asked. I'm not certain myself. I'll ask the professor and I'll do some research and tell you so that I give you a proper answer. And when you say this to them, you owe it to them to actually go back and make that research and to give them the answer you learned it'll help them trust you and you'll be modeling what it truly means to learn so when they ask you tough questions take it gracefully and always teach from a place of honesty and humility Another thing I'd say is have knowledge goals for each discussion and this is especially true for those of us in the arts and humanities where we do a lot of discussions in, in, um, in our sections. So having knowledge goals might be one or two, might be having one or two major ideas or concepts you really want them to learn or have an opinion about by the end of the discussion give them room to organically build their thoughts and the conversation while you always remember to be the intentional guide um it also mean knowing where a student might might give contributions that are not connected to the topic and gently guiding him back this is important not just for that student 
but for some others who might feel dumb and begin to doubt their own intelligence when that particular student speaks without knowing that the problem didn't come from them or 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 their intelligence no but from the ambiguity of what that particular student said so a lot of tact will come in here and a lot of care from you you know in in guiding the students and being very attentive to how the conversations are being formed the discussions being ta- being made the the responses and interactions and ideas being shared by the students and making sure to remain intentional as you are guiding them and facilitating their knowledge experience every time. Another thing I'd say is um, for every task you give to them or for anything you ask them to do, let them see why and let them understand why. For example, whenever I asked them to send me their reflections or lead um, reading discussions or share a thought about something or inform me about if they would miss a class I always tried to explain why if it was about a skill they would gain if it would help them be more attentive to how the ideas and knowledge were being transformed if it would help them find their own voices I think students do a lot better when you show them the value or purpose of each thing you require of them beyond just the grades that come with it. So it's I find it useful to be an intentional guide, to have knowledge goals per class and to always show them the why behind anything you ask them to do. Another thing I'll share is that you might find it helpful, very helpful really, to have a sense of vision for what you want your classroom to feel like. When a student comes into your classroom or section, how do you want them to feel? Before I started teaching, I really sought to create an ambience where my students would feel connected valued. I wanted them to leave each day knowing that I genuinely cared about them as humans first before students and then I wanted them to know that I cared about their thoughts no matter how little or uninformed it seemed. At the beginning of each term I had my students say this with me, my voice is valid and my views are important. My voice is valid and my views are important. This was personally important to me because, I mean, excuse me, I know the struggle. I know the struggle for some of us who doubted our views within the vibrant walls of Harvard University and the classes there and the class discussions. In fact, it took me a very long time to believe my own thoughts and ideas were worth sharing in class discussions. So when I started teaching, I chose to walk the shoes with my students too and to remember how it felt for me as a student and to reach out to them the way I knew I could help, especially through encouraging them consistently. 
on the first day of class, I let them know that we were all building knowledge and ideas together. And so we would build in one one another's thoughts together. And for this to happen, they had to always, always remember that their thoughts, even the minutest, were important to me and to the conversation and ideas we were collectively forming. So this is something I would really encourage you to do too. Let them know that every voice and view counts and that there isn't any shame or embarrassment whatsoever in not knowing fully but sharing the little they could and then take every day of class to reiterate this and mean it. Another gem that I would really like to say is, excuse me, is stay very attentive. Be attentive to them as people with feelings and demeanor. Pay attention to where they are quiet, to where the normally vibrant students is reluctant, to the ones trying to find the words, to the shy ones. Be attentive to and aware of the room and the ideas being formed. Don't t- take knowing for granted. Not all concepts no matter how simple seeming or understood and that's another thing i i i want to share you know so learn where to pause and check that they've really understood because sometimes the students are too shy or even embarrassed you know to to say to say what they haven't understood or to ask questions and even really i find this true the fact that some of the times they don't even know what they have not understood so take time to be attentive to and be aware of these things for them and then learn where to pause and check that they've understood give them the chance to reflect and to think closely embrace some silence too And don't always be quick to close it up. You know, I I really find silence and teaching to be one great tool for allowing students a chance to think a little more closely. And, you know, sometimes you might ask a question and they might not answer immediately, but it's okay. Take that silence because you you would find the the value of giving them 10-15 seconds to be quiet and just put together their thoughts, think about something, you know, reflect on what has been said already, reflect on what they are trying to to understand and to say, and then they share what's on their mind. So take silence in teaching as one of your greatest tools to allow them reflect well and to um, allow you also know when and how to come in. And then another thing I'd say is listen to them when they share their thoughts or raise questions and listen genuinely and closely. Listen genuinely when they say their thoughts and very attentively. 
always encourage them also. Let them know that you aren't judging the soundness of their contributions or comments, but the very fact that they are offering their voices and allowing us to create ideas and knowledge together. So when the unshy, the, the, the shy ones, the unsure ones, or the reluctant ones make a contribution, show them how valued the, what they contributed was because he would warm their hearts and inspire them too. And then finally, give yourself grace. This is, this is, this is the core of all the tips and all the, all the thoughts I have shared with you. Give yourself grace. You might have days where you make mistakes and I, I made mistakes too. You might have times when you don't feel enough. In those days, again, give yourself grace. Remember that it is your first time teaching or being a teaching fellow and you haven't walked this path before. So please be patient with yourself. Say kind words of encouragement to yourself. Celebrate every little part of the experience that makes you smile. And be gracious to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. It is a new experience for you. And give yourself a little back, a little pat on the back for how far you've already come. And always, always give yourself grace when you make a mistake when you forget something when you're not sure if you should have responded in a certain way to a certain question or a certain behavior give yourself grace give yourself grace as i close i'd like to read some of the anonymous evaluations that my students submitted last session so at my school at the end of every term the school would invite the students to evaluate their teachers anonymously and then the evaluations would then be sent to the teachers at the end of the term so i would i'd really like to read some of the evaluations that i got from my own students for two reasons the first one is to encourage you and testify because really it's a testimony for me <laughs> because i i went from wondering if i'd be a terrible tf to um a, a terrible teaching fellow to then reading comments at the end of every term that touched my heart and made me cry you know so i i, I want to testify and then I also share it because I, 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 I want to hope and believe that you might find one or two things from what they've said, you know, that would help you see what some students care about in their teaching fellows and their learning experiences. So um, let me read them. The first one says, if Osa was a great teaching teaching fellow and you can tell she really cared about us as students, I enjoyed going to section and discussing my ideas with her. 
She was also very accessible over email, which I really appreciated. Another said, oh, another said, she was literally, she is literally amazing and the kindest human ever. God bless you, whoever you are, <laughs> who wrote this one. And then another person said, Ifosa was a great section leader. It was evident that she read through our responses and always made sure to follow up if anyone had questions or to simply comment on some of our thoughts. She was very great at facilitating discussion and making sure that everyone was involved in the section. Another said, she was a joy to learn with, truly one of my favorite instructors of my time so far at Harvard. Another said, if Elsa was an incredible TF, she genuinely cared about each of her students and took time to check in with us. Another said, if Elsa is the best, she facilitated really good discussions and really cares about her students. She really knows how to bring us all into the topics at a deep level and not just discuss them as facts or course material but as history we ought to care about and handle with care due to the peoples involved and then another said great teaching and um if also encouraged students to, to participate excuse me and made sure that students that did not get a chance to speak would get the first opportunity if they raised their hand she managed the classroom dynamics well and was mindful of the class time if a student didn't understand a topic she went the extra mile to help Another said, Ifosa is a great TF, super supportive, cares about the topic and her students, available for her students, and gives useful feedback. And then another said, and this is the final one, Ifosa was a very thoughtful leader of our section. She approached the questions with sincerity and the genuine spirit of figuring things out together. She is extremely knowledgeable on her own and added to the material we learned in discussion. And can I just say that um, some of these comments the students made, I didn't even like in the course of teaching, I didn't know that that's what they thought. You know, and it's going to be the same thing with you. You might not even know. You might you, you might think that you're doing a terrible job until you see their evaluations. And again, that's why I would say, please give yourself grace. Please give yourself grace and take it one day, one class at a time, okay? You will do well by God's grace. I haven't fully figured out teaching and I made mistakes and had my own challenges too, but I know that it'll keep getting better for all of us. And it takes almost a lifetime to fully learn how to be a great teacher. So in these early days, begin where you are. Care about being a kind, attentive teacher. Teach from your sense of being loved by and connected with God. I had many memorable parts from teaching in both terms, you know, but one I really treasured was each time any of my students reached out to me because they knew me as Christian. And I even remember that one day one of my students reached out to me and asked, 
Ifo said, could you pray with me? And it warmed my heart. I remember having conversations about our faith in God with some of my students outside of the class. I also remember that some of my students told me that they listened to my to some of my podcast episodes and it always moved my heart every time and made me misty-eyed because y'all know I'm a big crier. <laughs> so every time they said it, it really moved my heart. You know, and I say this to say that you will have some memorable experiences too when you look back at your first teaching experience. So say a little prayer to God before you go to teach each class because God is very kind and he gives us the greatest of supports we could ever have. And commit your teaching into his hands. Has ask him to um, to guide you as you take up this role in the life of each student that you will teach and work with this term. And then also reach out to those who have taught before you. Here I would really like to thank my dear friend and sister, Tsitsi. Tsi graduated from Harvard in May, but she was always there for me whenever I got stuck in the whole process. God bless you, Tsitsi. And also, please feel free to, absolutely free, really, to reach out to me. You know, if you ever need support or someone to help you as you go into your teaching experience. And finally, remember to take each day and each class with grace. dear God I thank you thank you because it is by your grace that we even get to teach and be teaching fellows and experience um, one of the most beautiful things ever which is to impart knowledge and to guide students and guide authors in their learning experiences I want to pray for every of my friends listening now who would be a teaching fellow for the first time this full term. I pray God for strength for them, for grace for them, for a heart that understands how to sit in this position well and a heart that would trust you in every part of the journey give them all the help, all the support, all the wisdom, all the encouragement, all the knowledge that they need for this experience. I pray for the term ahead of us, God. Bless it for us. And at the end of it all, may we have so many reasons to be thankful and to be grateful for you. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God, in Jesus' name.